Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, folks, we are at the end of May and ready to begin summer very soon. However, it is Wednesday night, May the 31st, 2017, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back at the Wrestling Debate Roundtable in more ways than one. one call ID one three nine nine two five pounds You can join us right now until 9 o'clock, and we are expecting a great guest panel tonight. Let's introduce everyone first off, of course, from down there in the Lone Star State, let's introduce the Wolf Queen in Heavy Metal joining us here at the round table right now. Guys, how you doing? Uh, we're doing good. How about yourself? Oh, doing fantastic. Like I said, a great night indeed, however, and the fireworks continue to explode. However, we're going to have a lot to talk about tonight. Also, we're expecting the man himself, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, joining us on the line here in just a few minutes, folks. And, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, ladies and gentlemen. And we are going to talk about, well... A lot of things tonight. We're going to start it off, obviously, of course, with Extreme Rules. Of course, coming up this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore, Maryland, just outside the Inner Harbor, if you will. Things are going to be taken to the extreme, if you will. And i got to ask my colleagues here who are on right now, however, before Gerard comes on the line, however, guys, what do you think of Extreme Rules this Sunday? The card's shaping up to be quite an interesting show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, let me tell you, I was, I was, Literally, one of the most pleasant surprises of wrestling here recently is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I can honestly say it took me by surprise. Yes. You know, and that's not something that WWE's been doing lately, is taking people by surprise. Oh, what yes. Well, how do you feel about the first ever women's ladder match? I think it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think they should have picked five better ladies to do this. Mm-hmm. I think that they they run a real high chance of walking away with the show. I believe the ladies are going to come out on fire and just completely burn the arena down. Oh, no question about it. St. Louis is definitely going to see a great show in three weeks when these women take to the ring. No doubt about it. I agree with you. And, of course, the other match that was announced, obviously, last night, of course, on SmackDown, a couple other matches that have been listed already include the rematch between Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton. And we saw the Punjabi celebration last week, of course, Randy Orton telling uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac, I'm using my rematch clause, however, in this case. However. And i got to ask you guys uh, your thoughts about this uh, rematch now that Jinder's the champion and Randy going after Jinder in his hometown. Well, I would say that since it's a hometown crowd, that Randy's definitely going to have the upper hand. Uh... I didn't get to see the match, unfortunately, between the two. But from what I've heard, it's a really good match. So, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Randy's gonna pull it off. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, a lot of people are saying that, too. But at the same time, there's been some reports leaking out saying that they want to keep the belt on Jinder maybe throughout the summer into the fall. Uh, some people are saying maybe that John Cena, when he makes his return in July, in fact, it was announced last night, I did announce that John Cena will be returning to action on July 4th live in Arizona right before Great Balls of Fire. 
Uh, another thing that has been announced already is the tag team situation. The Fashion Police, obviously, uh, now dealing, of course, with the Usos, which they call them the Uggos, but apparently now the New Day apparently returned last night, however, and made a statement challenging the Usos for the tag team belt. So it looks like the Fashion Police might be on the outside looking in now that the uh, New Day has decided to announce that they're going to go after the SmackDown tag team titles. What do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of that? Well, in my, I personally prefer the Usos to the New Day. The New Day are just too silly for me. I, I tried to get into their stick, and I, I, their gimmick's just not for me. I yeah. hope the Usos retain. I think they are way underused. I think they're an extremely great talent, and I think they should carry the belts for a while. I mean, let's face it, New Day has all the record for the title reign, so why give it right back to them? Let the Usos enjoy the spotlight for a little while. I'll tell you a team that has not been used lately, and you guys will probably agree, and they have been really misused lately, is American Alpha. What's going on with that whole scenario? I just don't understand that at all. Yeah. Where are they? I, I mean, mean the they, haven't been on, they haven't been on in weeks. I mean, I don't know if uh, they're hurt or they're just, uh, they, have, they have something planned for them down the road. I mean, they've just been off TV for the last two or three weeks. It just seems like they haven't been used properly. And As far as the fashion police go, I love the fashion police. I like their whole shtick. I think it's been getting more and more funnier by the week. I mean, especially after last night's Sylvania, but I think now they're going to kind of put them on the back burner for the time being because apparently the Usos are now uh, going to be challenging the New Day. Uh, but uh, some other things going on, of course. Let's uh, shift it over to Raw now if we can. Obviously, coming up this Sunday, Extreme Rules. The big news, obviously, there is the Fatal Five Way. I gotta ask you guys, who do you think is gonna be the one that faces Brock Lesnar? Great balls of fire. Well, again, there, there are so much talent in this match that it's really hard to make a a rock hard solid prediction. But in my opinion, who I would like to see go up against the Beast? Finn Balor. Well, that's where we disagree. She wants Finn. I'm looking for Joe or Bray. Yeah, I'm kind of torn with all three of your decisions, guys, because I like all three personally. But if there is a guy who I think should get his time, uh, I would have to agree. I think Finn might go up first because I think we're going to save Joe maybe for later on down the road this year at some point, maybe in the fall. But if they push it now, it will be interesting because obviously a lot of people want to see Joe and Bray possibly – or not Joe and Bray, Joe and – Brock at SummerSlam, and then maybe they could face maybe Brock or Braun maybe down the road in the fall again. There's going to be a lot of questions between now and the end of this year. I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with uh, some of the stuff at this point, but like I said, they're going to have a lot of talent in that ring, like you guys said, however, this coming Sunday night, however, in Baltimore. Um, another match that uh, appeals to me going into Sunday, however, is the tag team scenario involving the Hardys and Cesaro and Sheamus. And as you know, I mean, the Hardys have had a great response since they've come back in April. To me, I just think Cesaro and Sheamus are getting into screwing of a lifetime right now because obviously they're the only team out there that could really make a statement. I mean, they haven't done anything with uh, Anderson and Gallows. The Revival are still nursing their injuries, and I think when they come back, they're going to make a big statement. But i got to ask you right now, what does this leave the tag division on Raw? Well, the tag division right now is a little bit light, in my opinion. I, I do think that they are they're finally putting Cesaro and Sheamus where they should be in the title hunt. I think that is an awesome tag team. Yes. As long as they can stay on the same page, they're almost unstoppable. But my heart goes out to with the Hardys. I've been a Hardys boy fan for a very long time, and I would like to see them keep the title. 
But if they had to lose it, it would be to Cesaro and Sheamus is who I'd like to see after them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would I would agree. I would definitely agree. But at the same time, I think if the Hardys do find somehow luck on their side again, and they do find a way to retain the belts after Sunday, I think the one team that could really make a statement is the Revival. I think the Revival, not many people are going to know. I mean, I got to see a little bit of these guys early on, Howard, before the injury, Howard, the broken jaw of one of the Revival guys. But I'll tell you what, when the Revival come back, I think that could be the one team unlike Cesaro and Sheamus, that could really make a serious run at the goal. I think these guys have a lot of potential, especially their finish with the Shadow Machine. It's just brutal as they come. Speaking of brutal... Uh, guys, go ahead. What were we going to say? I'm sure one point has the opinion she loves the Hardy Boys. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like to say with the Hardy Boys. Well, like I said, guys, we'll see. One thing we got to talk about, obviously, and I mentioned it just as we were coming on the air tonight, Howard, is the cruiserweight division involving Neville and Aries. This, I mean, this has been one of the better cruiserweights, and this has been the only good cruiserweight for you to watch. I think you're going to see on Sunday night, I hate to say this, as much as Neville's been a great champion for the past six months or so, I think he's going to find a way to tap out. I think Austin Aries is going to leave Baltimore with the gold. What do you guys think of the Neville-Aries match coming up on Sunday? Well, that's the one that's submission only, right? Yes. Okay, I love it. I don't know if what their what their submission skills are. They're more high flyers, in my opinion. So this is gonna this will be interesting. I did get to see uh, the what do they call that? The last chancery. Yeah, the last chancery. Yeah, that uh, neckbreaker he did on uh, he did Neville on Monday night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That looks like it's pretty brutal. Oh yes, yes, definitely. And what is what is Neville? It was Devil and TJP versus Gallagher and uh, Aries. Yes, that's right. That was the yeah. tag team match, yeah. Well, another match that has my interest, however, kind of, however, and, of course, I know you guys will probably uh, agree to disagree on this one, obviously, is the whole uh, Dean Ambrose-Miz affair. Where do you think this is going? Oh, I don't know, but I love it. Yes. I've been – I like Ambrose, don't get me wrong, but I've been a Miz fan for a long time. I like the Miz. I don't care if he's a if he's a – a heel or a face, he knows how to work the crowd, he knows how to work the mic, and he's got insane wrestling skills, and just an all-around good kind of person to to have on your team. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think The Miz is going to pull it off. See, I, I do think there will be some chicanery involved. If it's that, that weird, if he gets disqualified, he loses the title. By that's the role, yes. I mean, that makes it real easy. All he's got to do is have somebody run out and hit him. And yes. he's the champion. So I think the Miz is going to fandangle his way into it. Yes, oh, no doubt about it. I mean, as, as one thing, and we'll again agree to disagree. I would agree with you there, no question about it. Uh, he has been a good heel, I will say that. But the thing I don't like about Miz all the time, he always has to say, I'm this, I'm this and that. I'm the A-lister. I should be given all this and that. However, okay, what has happened, let's see, Miz, in the last several years of your career? Okay, let's think about this for a minute. You lost to John Cena twice on the grandest stage of the mall WrestleMania, including this past year, with your wife. 
mind you, teaming up against John and Nikki Bella. You think you're the greatest actress in the sliced bread, and what have you done? Any big roles? No, you've done direct-to-video movie roles, however, in the Marine trilogy, okay? That's what your career's been like, buddy. And as far as anything else goes, however, I mean, you just have to, I mean, like I said, you're a great heel, and you get the heat tremendously, no doubt about it. But the thing is, however, at the same time, whenever you pick up a winner, whenever you get a decision, you always have to have your French poodle dog wife, Maurice, bark, 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 save your ass time and time again because you don't have the balls to do it by yourself. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But I know, like you said, Howard, I have a feeling Maurice is going to play a part in this match on Sunday. And, of course, Kurt Angle is not going to do anything. I would love to see Kurt Angle do something. I'm going to ask you something about Kurt Angle in a second, too, guys, about the whole Corey Graves thing. But I think Kurt Angle should ban Maurice from ringside and let them fight on their own. But if he doesn't, however, it's a shame. Because I think The Miz ought to do this on his own. But he won't do it because he's a chicken shit coward. He's a chicken shit coward, I feel. But that leads me to my next question about Kurt Angle. What do you make of this whole Kurt Angle-Corey Graves thing? This was very, uh, well, let's just say puzzling on Monday night. Uh, you caught me off guard there. I, I must have missed that somehow. What okay. about well, what happened was, I guess, Corey Graves, uh, Kurt got a message from somebody. Corey went to the back and explained oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's the, who's, the, who's the mole? Who's the one leaking it out? Who do you think? I'm going to ask you that question. Well, I have no idea. I would love to know, but I don't. And that's that's going to play out pretty cool. Uh-huh. Pam, what do you think? I mean, what do they think? Where do you think they're going to go with this whole uh, thing with Corey and not Kurt? Maybe you could shed some light on us. I don't know. Mm. It's got us baffled. It's got us baffled. Yeah. Which is well, a great thing. I love not knowing. Yeah, yeah. And another thing, of course, obviously, that's coming up this Sunday, obviously, is the kendo stick on a pole match involving Alexa Bliss and Bailey. And I'm going to go off. Uh, yes. Let's the attitude here leaks into this. Yes. That is such a great match. What? Yes. The kendo stick on a pole. Oh, yeah. Alexa and Bailey. Anything on a pole is cool with me. Yep. Yep. Well, like I said, I'm not a fan of this girl either, and believe me, I, I have had my opinions many times saying about the five-foot blonde goddess, Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa Bliss, however, has done nothing, nothing since winning that title. She only has had one good match, and that was with Mickey. I hope she has a good match with Bailey on Sunday, however. I really do. And I yeah. have a, But at the same time, if she doesn't, however, and she still wins, however, then that leads me to ask you this question. Where do they go from her with her next? Because personally, the only person I could see her being challenging, however, the only person to challenge her for that belt could be someone like Nia Jax at this point. Because yeah, Nia Jax, she, you know, Nia wants a piece of her. Yeah, I don't think she wants anything to do with Nia Jax. Yeah, I really don't. She's not big enough to, to beat. In my opinion, she's not big enough to beat her. Nia yeah. can counter whatever she throws at. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, we're going to see because, I mean, she hasn't done much since winning the belt. But like I said, if she does somehow get out in one piece, however, by beating Bailey, and I think she will, even though they have been bearing Bailey quite a bit, however, which is a shame, however, I think, like you said, however, the person she would not want to face next is Nia. Because I'll tell you, Nia will go up to Kurt Angle, I'm sure, and demand, however, I want my opportunity. I want my chance, however. Please give it to me, however. And then at the same time, Alexa will start saying, oh, uh, I remember I promised you this and that, however, but guess what? You're just not good enough. And if she does that, however, I'll tell you, Nia will rip her from piece to piece. Because I just oh, have yeah. it's, it's, It'll be awesome. I think Nia would devastate her. It wouldn't oh, big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. No question about it. 
And uh, just to give you guys an update how our non-wrestling news, how we are now officially underway. Game number two of the Stanley Cup playoffs is they just dropped the puck, and we are underway right now. It is nothing, nothing, 10 seconds in. So there you go. Um, some other things that are going on in the world of wrestling, obviously, however, is what's been happening in TNA, however. Of course, they are over in India right now. And yesterday, apparently, Sanjay Dutt won the X Division title against Loki, believe it or not. So apparently, however, we have a new X Division champion. But uh, the other news coming out of TNA, obviously, however, is apparently, I guess, however, well, not necessarily TNA, is what former TNA superstars, the Miracle Mike Bennett, and of course his lovely wife Maria, uh, were bound for the WWE. We heard about this like two or three weeks ago that they were on their way. i got to ask. When are they coming? We've been waiting for also a few weeks to hear their story, and apparently they don't have anything to do with them right now. They haven't even brought them to TV. What's going on with that whole scenario? Yeah. I mean, I just don't get that. Oh, I mean, how about the things that they're doing with uh, Enzo? Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that, too. Yeah, the whole Enzo casting. I mean, I have a feeling – I have one or two people I have a feeling who it could be. It's going to be either – one of the revival guys, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be him. I don't think it's going to be the Dash at Austin. The guy I think who it is, you guys are going to call me crazy, but I want your honest opinion about this. What about if it's Big Cass? I think Big Cass is tired of carrying Enzo's baggage. He really is. I think they're going to turn a Big Cass heel at this point. I have a feeling they're destined to turn Cass heel, and I think it's coming. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, I pretty much agree with it, and I can see the way WWE has split up tag teams in the past, uh-huh. that, that, you know, what, once they get really good and popular, it, it seems like that somebody starts carrying the other one. And, yes, I do totally agree that Cass carries ends up. Uh-huh. Because I think, and I personally think, that Big Cass should be out on his own. He is a major force to be dealt with. Uh-huh. So I can really see it coming up to be him. But at the same time, what was the revival doing back there last week? Uh-huh. And the week before. Be yep. yep. And to see him sneaking out like that, all looking around and moving quick, that just makes you think, now, were they up to some kind of skullduggery, or uh-huh. was it just coincidence? Yeah. That's a good. That's a good question. That's a very good question you bring up. Yeah, I would like to know that too. And I was just reading apparently a story from 411 Mania, and I do want to thank Jeremy Thomas for posting this story. According to reports, how earlier today Lana took to Twitter to Shane McMahon to be put in the Women's Money in the Bank match coming up uh, this month. However, in fact, this is what she said: "Dear Shane McMahon, can I please?" Please, please be, excuse me, please negotiate being put in the first ever Money in the Bank match, however, for the women. I would like to be a part of history. Thank you. Sincerely yours, Lana. What do you guys think of that whole scenario? Let's talk about Lana, right? I wanted to to comment on that. Um, The way they're portraying Lana is, is just weird to me. I mean, what exactly are they trying to make her, a sex symbol or a wrestler? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I mean the, the, the promos they've cut make her yep. look like a slut. Yeah, and then you have Ruth. You know, it's like she, it's just totally slutty. Yeah, oh, I agree. So are they trying to go to make, because she's a very attractive woman already. I don't think yep. they need to bolster that. Mm-hmm. So where are they going with all of that? That's what, And I don't know, can 
a woman wrestle? I've never seen her wrestle, so I don't know. Yeah, I heard she's not that great of a... I've heard she's an average wrestler, but I also know, talking about Lana, however, they were also talking about, at one point, however, about Rusev coming back in, and they haven't done anything with him. I don't know what they're going to do with him at this point, because uh, we've heard, I mean, Rusev has been complaining to, to Shane McMahon, he said a few weeks ago, however, Shane McMahon, how you promised me this and that, however, and I will not return until I get this and that. So now... I'm wondering, however, should Jinder, and I'm saying this now, should he somehow, someway, luckily retain the belt, however, at uh, possibly maybe uh, Money in the Bank, however, could we see down the road a Jinder-Rusa feud? Because, I mean, personally, in my opinion, I don't want to see it, but I think we're going to be forced to see it, though, regardless. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. I don't know. We will see. Um, another thing I want to touch upon, and before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Call ID one three nine nine two five pounds This is episode number 55, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, Wrestling Debate. Of course, we've got the Wolf Queen Heavy Metal, and of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, we are expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy himself here, the master of disaster, the king of sting, joining us here in a few, little while. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, this coming Sunday night, however, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 5 p.m., 140562. You can join us for a very special edition of Revolution Radio, where this week, of course, we will have predictions for the Extreme Rules show, and of course, maybe a few bets along the way. Also, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard and I will have your local news and headlines for you at 9 o'clock on Wolfpack, or not Wolfpack, excuse me, Revolution Radio. Of course, and then, of course, John Gross will have your birthdays and dates in history as well. And then, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back for our double shot Thursday, starting off with Top Heel Inc. at 7 p.m., 140562, ladies and gentlemen. And then at 9 o'clock, we will be live back with a very special edition of Wolfpack Radio, ladies and gentlemen, 138521-POUND, where we will be celebrating episode 101. So, folks, things are shaping up in more ways than one. Uh, some other news going on in the world of wrestling, of course, uh, is pertaining to the fact, however, that Billy Corgan apparently is now been told how, I guess, his uh, bid to buy NWA, however, is pretty much up in the air at this point, considering at one point he almost bought TNA. But I just, I don't know what's going on. I really don't know at this point. Your guess is as good as mine, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. So, uh, like I said, uh, time will only tell. So, uh that being said, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm trying to think here. Uh, what else is going on in the world of wrestling? Uh, apparently, uh, like I said, uh, tonight, how our for NXT fans are that are watching the show, ladies and gentlemen, here are the matches that you will see tonight. Tyler Bate taking on Steve Cutler. Pete Dunne, the UK champion versus Danny Burch. Andreas Cien Almas versus Cesar Barboni. Eric Young and Alexander Wolf, a.k.a. Sandy, will be taking on Roderick Stall and Cassie Asono. And an update on Tomasio Chiapa. And in case you did not hear the news, ladies and gentlemen, Tomasio Chiapa will be having surgery, I believe, unless he had today, will be having surgery sometime later this week, however, and will be out for several months, we understand, possibly, due to a torn ACL. That being said, however, we will let you know about that coming up in just a little bit, however. But uh, i got to ask you guys, uh, this whole thing with Gargano and Chiapa, we saw what happened at uh, TakeOver Chicago after the DIY match, however, with the Authors of Pain, however. Uh, now it looks like, however, that gargano Chiapa feud could be put off to the side for a while. What do you guys think of that whole scenario? Well, we don't get NXT, so we have to take your word for that one. I've never seen an NXT show, and I'm not up to speed on them. So I will default to your, in, your, in your wisdom on it. You tell us. Well, I think it's a shame because, I mean, Chiapa, I mean, like I said, he was uh, 
it, it was a bad break, no pun intended. I mean, I was surprised to see them uh, split up DIY. I mean, I really was. I know MLD was a little shocked as well. But I think, however, the thing with NXT right now, I think the whole title scenario is getting interesting. The whole Bobby Roode championship reign has been pretty good so far. Uh, the next person I could see him maybe challenge, challenge him for that belt could be like a Drew McIntyre maybe possibly. Or it could be, again, someone uh, like maybe uh, Cassius Ono. I don't know yet. I mean, they don't have an idea where they're going with this. The whole women's title thing is getting interesting because, obviously, Oscar right now, the only person that could challenge Oscar for that belt at this point is going to be someone maybe like Ruby Riot again or maybe Nikki Cross because apparently Ember Moon will be out maybe until the end of the year. She is also nursing a serious injury. Of course, she injured her arm about three weeks ago right before the uh, takeover show. And, of course, that kept her out of the... Uh, Chicago uh, takeover event itself. Uh, the tag team scenario is getting interesting. I mean, I will say this, Howard. The only team right now, other than well, DIY is no longer around, the only team that I could see maybe challenge the authors of pain of Akeem and Rezar, the Road Warriors 2000+, plus, as I call them, Howard, with their smart manager, Precious Pauline, that could challenge them for that tag team belt, could be someone like maybe uh, possibly... Uh, the Sanity Group at this point, Eric Young and uh, Alexander Wolf. I think those are the only two guys left right now that could challenge them for the belt because right now it just seems like no one else is out there to challenge uh, the authors of pain for the tag team straps. So uh, we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, I'll tell you the one thing, Howard. If you guys go back, Howard, and maybe try to find it on YouTube or you can watch it somewhere, Howard, you guys have got to see that UK championship match between Tyler Bay and Pete Dunne in Chicago. I mean, that was one of the best. UK matches, one of the best pay-per-view matches of the year. Those guys absolutely stole the show that night in Chicago a few weeks ago. I mean, you had J.R. and Nigel McGuinness call the action. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was exciting. Uh, speaking of tag teams, however, last night, of course, uh, we saw on SmackDown, of course, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, believe it or not, in tag team competition with Sami Zayn, his former NXT uh, mate, if you will. And they took on, I believe it was Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler, if you will, that being said, what did you guys think of that whole tag team scenario last night? That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yes, a... match. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah awesome. yes, it was. And I thought AJ versus, well, actually it wasn't Dolph, it was uh, Baron Corbin. Dolph Ziggler did take on AJ Styles later in the night hour. And, um, of course, AJ still getting in his feud with Kevin Owens, obviously. Uh, I think that was pretty good, too. But like I said, uh, there were a lot of things that came off. I thought last night SmackDown did pretty well compared to last week. But, again, I just think right now that over the last two or three weeks, I think WWE has kind of uh, gone backwards a little bit with some of the stuff. Uh, obviously, however, uh, a lot of people say that the um, matchup involving uh, Dolph and AJ wasn't that great. I thought it was pretty good for the most part. Uh, the only match I did not like last night, and I mean, it was what it was. They could have put it on the pre-show was the whole Fashion Police versus the Colognes affair. I mean, that one just was like your snack break, boring type uh, uh, match that you just needed to take a break from, and it just wasn't that entertaining. But other than that, overall, I thought it came off as a pretty decent show. The Woman's Money in the Bank announcement by Shane was interesting. The Usos New Day thing was kind of interesting, too, obviously. And, of course, you had that great opener, however, like I said. And, of course, with Randy Orton kind of the promo, however, on gender, how I think... Uh, He's sending a message not only to Ginger, but to the Singh brothers as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Homeboy coming out, or uh, Connor Breeze coming out in that dress. That, yes. <laughs> I have to admit it, but that tickles me. I got a real good laugh out of that. And yeah. then you come on as the janitor again. That, yes. 
I actually enjoyed that segment. Everybody else was like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Oh, they're getting better with their pro. They're getting with funny with their their stick, and they really are. I mean, they had the gender get up, of course, at backlash, and last night they came out uh, like uh, I forget what they were doing. Like when Tyler came out in a dress, I mean, I almost lost it. I was like, "What yeah, the heck's going funny. on here?" I, I, yeah, that was pretty funny. I almost couldn't stop laughing for a couple minutes. I had a chuckle on that. Uh, one thing that is interesting, obviously, we talked about obviously uh, was the two hundred five live show. And right now, however, I mean, you have your usual suspects, Swan, Dar, uh, Alexander, which made his return this week, however, which was good to see, uh, Drew Gulak, Ali, TJP, the whole schmear. Uh, right now, it seems like 205 Live right now is just, I would say, on borrowed time right now, because right now, the fans are just saying that they are not interested in watching this no more. I mean, this past last week, we understand, they got beat in the ratings by an old Halloween Havoc show from 1998. I don't get that at all. But uh, right now... Yeah, but I was going to ask you guys, uh, right now, the state of 205 Live right now is up in the air at this point, and if you're WWE, would you consider maybe pulling the plug right now on this show at the way they're going, or do you think they still have a little bit of life left in the tank, even though it's on borrowed time? Well, if you get beat by a show 20 years old, you know, it may be time to just, you know, cut your hemorrhaging and get rid of it. Yeah. Why waste the money to produce it and put it on if you're not getting any response? That's not good business. And so, in a business standpoint, they're probably going to cut losses and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, the thing I think they should do, and you guys might agree with me to disagree with me on this one, I've said this before, and I think we've all said it before, just put it on before the show starts even. Do like an hour-long pre-show or a half-hour warm-up show to get the crowd excited because, like I said, if you put it on at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the night, however, after the show's over, like 10, 10, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, people are like going to bed or they're going out or they're out and about for the and they have no interest in watching it at all. None. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think it should come on as like uh, a warm-up for SmackDown. Right. Oh, yes, I so agree. get you in the mood for SmackDown, and then you go on for SmackDown. I think that would do wonders for both sets of ratings. Right. And if not, however, just cut it off the network, cut your losses with the network, put it on at 10 o'clock after the show, however, make it like you're doing with Raw, make it three hours, go to 10 o'clock to maybe like 10.30 or maybe quarter to 11 on USA, and then put Talking Smack on for a little bit, however, and see where you go, you know? Oh, I wish they would make Talking Smack come on regular TV. Yeah. That would be awesome, because I want to see it. Yeah, there was a lot of things last night that came off that was rather interesting. In fact, Jerry Lawler criticized, however, the whole Alexa Bliss thing, and I'm going to go back to that again here right now and ask you guys. I mean, we saw what happened, however, the other night with Alexa and Bailey, and this is your life, however. To me, this was by far the worst segment maybe of the entire show and maybe one of the worst segments in Raw history. A lot of people are saying that this was not one of the most entertaining segments of the entire night. Uh, what was your spin and take on that whole ordeal? Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. Yep. That, oh. that should have ne- never made it into the show. Oh, what I agree. they were thinking with that, I have no idea. It yep. was obvious from the start it was a setup. They just wanted to get Bailey out there so she could whack her with the stick again. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just have them get in the ring and do that? Right, Instead exactly. Of the stupid, this is your life. Well, she was such a nice girl, and I'm her ex-boyfriend, and I'm her ex-best friend. Oh, come on. Yeah. That, that stunk to high heaven. Oh, yeah. 
I would I would definitely agree. I was I was I was with you on that. I definitely agree. I mean, I wasn't entertained by myself. I mean, then you had freaking supposedly Bailey's fourth grade teacher, Miss Flapper, saying, however, along the lines like Bailey was a good student, but she always uh, had to bring her dad to uh, school. It's like really, where, who yeah, the hell came I, up with that? Who the hell came up with that line? I want to know. Oh, that should be fired immediately. Oh, I agree. I agree 100% with you. I mean, that was beyond hokey. And then just the whole thing with the boyfriend and the best friend, and then the best friend says, yeah, Bailey and I uh, used to be best friends. We used to hang out and go to the mall a lot. But then the line came out saying something like, that all changed whenever she started watching Raw and SmackDown. I mean, to me, that was just a slap right across the face, not just to the universe and to the fans, but to everyone in general in the company. I mean, that was just... Yeah. Oof. That was bad. That was just beyond bad. Um, one other thing that I came off on Monday night that I really wouldn't say it was bad, but again, hindsight's twenty twenty. however, in this case, how, like you just mentioned, obviously, the Roman thing. Uh, I'm trying to think what was one of the other things I was thinking of that was bad. I mentioned Corey... No, I, I'm not going to touch that again because I touched upon that. Um, is the uh, shoot? I can't think here. Darn. Oh, it, oh yeah, I know what I'm going to say. Is that the WWE's pay-per-view schedule for the rest of the year? I mean, this is one thing I was looking at recently, and for the rest of the year, it seems like Raw pay-per-views are going to have a lot more than SmackDown. I mean, I've brought this up to everyone before, and I want to ask you guys this question. Do you think the WWE has way, way too many papers? I mean, they still have the four major ones, obviously, Survivor Series, uh, SummerSlam, Mania, and, of course, the Brumble. But do you think WWE should start scaling back on their pay-per-views as far as uh, uh, their uh, overall schedule goes? Because it seems like more and more, it seems like every two or three weeks, you're having a pay-per-view on the counter. To me, I think they should just start cutting back on their pay-per-views. Oh, I absolutely agree. Pay-per-views used to, used to have to wait and wait, and wait, and it got built up, and built up, and built up, and it got bigger, and bigger, and bigger, and more exciting. Now it's like a pay-per-view. Okay. Yep. I remember when when I was watching wrestling, that was on people's bucket list, to go see WrestleMania. And right. now it's like, there's so many pay-per-views, it's watered down. You can't even get hyped for it anymore, because there's no time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they're so... They're so back to back that it's just like any other night of wrestling. There's no, it's not special anymore. Right. Right, and like I said, I just, and then I think not only that, it's just not only you have too many pay-per-views, it's also the travels getting to you, and you, it seems like every two or three weeks, however, they're throwing it right in your face, however. And like I said, they won't have they don't have enough time to build it up. I mean, yeah, you'll have that small window in, I mean, between the Rumble and maybe Mania or maybe Mania, whatever the next show is, but it doesn't seem like uh, that's the case anymore. You know, no, not at all. Well, we'll see. Like I said, I mean, like I said, I was looking at the schedule the rest of the year. I mean, I know they're going to be in Baltimore this week, and then uh, we'll see what, and then a few weeks after that, they'll be in St. Louis. Then they go to Dallas for Great Balls of Fire, and then I think they go to, uh, I think it's D.C. or Philadelphia, however, for uh, Battleground, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and then you got SummerSlam in August, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. And just to give you an update on the game now, it is still nothing-nothing right now with 10 minutes to go in the first period. But the Penguins, unfortunately, are two men short now, apparently, as Malkin and Kunitz are in the box, apparently, following a slashing on P.K. Subban, the Nashville Predators star. Apparently, I guess Chris Kunitz got busted for uh, cross-checking, and now they're busting Malkin for tripping. 
So the Penguins are in a little hot water here midway through the first ten, nine minutes of the game here as the Predators are going to work on the power play for the first time this evening. So uh, we will keep you up to date on that game. Again, it is nothing-nothing right now. Subban is up, though, I can say. I'm seeing right now, so apparently he is going. He's back on the ice, so that is kind of encouraging. But the Penguins are going to have to do uh, some uh, penalty killing here in the next four or five minutes, however, in case they want to get on the board here. So that is what we're at at the moment here in Game 2. Um, let's see what else is going on in the world of wrestling. I mean, there's, um, there's really not, I mean, the ratings I heard have, I haven't heard the official ratings report yet, but uh, I did hear, however, mind you that, uh, like I said, the viewership was down this week. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, TNA did uh, day two of their UK, ta- or not their UK, their India tapings today. I'm trying to find out what exactly went down today. However, I don't know uh, who was in action today. Uh, let's see here. Apparently, they did show, however, mind you, however. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, if there's any big matches uh, coming up here. Uh, or uh, Let's see here. Uh, I just saw it, darn it. Um, I do know for a fact that the other night, the other day, uh, or not the other day, I should say, yesterday, I should say, uh, the WWE came out with their newest DVD, Seth Rollins, Building the Architect. Uh, I have not had a chance to watch it yet, but my one friend did say he watched it briefly last night. However, following SmackDown, he did say it is a very, very good DVD, so you might want to check that out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do we have here? I'm looking here. Okay, here we go. Apparently, we have a Mumbai street fight tonight between Rockstar Spud, however, and Hornswoggle, believe it or not. So uh, apparently that's going on. That went on tonight. Also, we have a match involving our Congo King, Davy Richards, EC3, and Lashley versus James Storm, Alberto El Patron, Eddie Edwards, and some Indian guy. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any others going on. Uh, EC3 and Lashley versus Storm and Alberto. However, mind you, apparently, however, uh, I guess, uh, mind you, however, Alberto, of course, is still. Uh, uh, the GFW and Impact Champion mind you, so I don't know where they're going for that, but uh, we did hear, however, last week that apparently that him and Paige are going to be getting married in July in India, not India, Italy, I should say. So, folks, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, but I got to ask you, uh, point blank, however, when we talked about this on all the shows, including this one, however, right now, however, it seems like uh, WWE has not let Paige go yet, and I don't know why they're holding on to her. Uh, I got to ask you guys, what do you make of that whole scenario? Well, again, I don't, I, I don't see. I, I just don't understand it. Yes. It, yeah. It I mean, yeah. The way it's set up, it doesn't make any sense. Yep. I agree. I would. I would. I definitely agree with you there. And I would also say at the same time, not only that, however, I just. I mean, you have Alberto El Patron come out. What was it like a month ago, or not even a month ago? He was in, I guess, uh, a bar or whatever, and he absolutely just. Totally opened his mouth, however, while a drunken state criticized everything in WWE, Triple H, the whole management office, and Paige was trying to keep him quiet, and he wouldn't shut up, and of course, Paige was probably telling him afterward, honey, like, honey, I work here still, however, I mean, it's not sending a good message to them, however, but at the same time, she kind of, I heard later on, laughed it all off, however, and said it was no big thing. To me, I think it was a big thing. The thing with Paige is, I think her attitude and ego got the best, I think once she started dating Del Rio, however, her career and just pretty much her whole life went south in a big-time way. Yep. 
I mean, I just don't get that at all. Um, Me neither. I'm in 100% agreement with you. Yep. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how it all goes down. But uh, time will tell, I guess. Time will tell. And uh, like I said, uh, we're going to be uh, watching this very carefully. Um, some other news going on, of course. Uh, JR, of course, earlier today uh, on his uh, blog, believe it or not, predicted the winners of the Extreme Rules main event. However, in fact, here's what he said, believe it or not, in his new blog. However, this is what some of the highlights were. On who he thinks will win on Sunday at Extreme Rules, he says, Enjoy the two main event bouts, including Reigns versus Rollins and the three-way between Joe, Finn, and Bray. Monday night, however. But as far as who I want to win, however, it's still too early for me to tell, however. But I can tell you one thing. It is going to be a very, very intense battle. It's going to be a physical battle. No question about it, however. Of course, all of these guys, Finn, Joe, and Bray delivered Monday night. I think these five, however, will be counted on to deliver a strong show-closing presentation Sunday night in Baltimore. As I said on the Ross Report podcast this week, I see Finn winning the main event at Extreme Rules which earns him a title matchup with Brock. Good luck on that one, lad. And as far as the women's uh, Money in the Bank uh, match, however, this is what he had to say. SmackDown Live saw the first five women who were featured arguably steal the show Tuesday night in Atlanta. The SmackDown Live women especially seemed to relish in raising the athletic bar. Didn't continue to break barriers, however, mind you. Uh, Mind you, previously set by their predecessors. From the cold open where we heard the sound bites from the participants which made the match... It made more clout and importance, however, mind you. This was a memorable night for the women of SmackDown Live. The creative felt right, and the women, including Charlotte, Natty, Carmella, Becky, and Tamina, all carried their share of the water in successfully building into the first-ever Money in the Bank women's match in St. Louis, however. It's arguable that the women of SmackDown Live are seemingly taking more advantage of minimizing their minutes in the ring and on TV in general. The risk-reward ratio has arguably never been higher for any female athlete in WWE today with the booking of the Money in the Bank match, however. Obviously, these uh, women will do all they can to deliver a memorable outing at Money in the Bank, which likely concerns some fans, as it should. So there you go. Some interesting uh, comments by good old JR, however, mind you. Uh, an update on the game now. It is one nothing now. Nashville as Nashville has gone the first goal of the game here with six fifty three left to go in the first period, however, mind you, however, believe it or not, so there you go, however. Uh we have also heard, however, possibly there could be a surprise in the works, maybe, however. Uh this week there was some talk at one point that maybe Brock Lesnar was gonna be there this Sunday at uh, Extreme Rules, but apparently that's not gonna be the case now. Instead, however, he will be at Money in the Bank, or excuse me, not Money in the Bank. He will be uh, at the uh, show this coming, um, not this Monday, I should say, folks. He will be at the show two weeks from this Monday, I should say, in Lafayette, Louisiana. And then he will be there in Los Angeles on July 26th, not July, June 26th, however, in Los Angeles. So we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on uh, this, however, as well. So uh, there you go. Um, before we go, I want to ask uh, my uh, two associates who are here tonight if they have any closing things to say before we wrap it up for the evening. Well, hey, Jimmy. Yes. I hate to cut out early, man, but my son just came over to hang out with me for a little while. We don't get to see a lot of him. So oh, no, that's what I said. That's no tonight. problem. No problem. Well, we'll catch up with you tomorrow night, though, guys. You guys have a good right. listen, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great show, man. Appreciate you letting us on. Oh, no problem. Glad you guys could squeeze in some time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Wolf Queen Heavy Metal from the Lone Star State of Texas, and we do want to thank them for coming on the line, joining us here for a few minutes. Of course, we were expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith uh, to also join us here tonight, but apparently, due to circumstances beyond our control, uh, Gerard uh, is kind of tied up at the moment right now and uh, has a prior obligation. As we said also, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering what the hockey score is, however, we just told you about it, we'll mention it again. It is one nothing right now in favor of the Preds here with six and a half minutes to go in the first period. So apparently the Predators strike first, however, here in game number two, however, after the Penguins got caught with their uh, flies open, no pun intended, if you will, by uh, giving up uh, two penalties, however, back-to-back, however. So that is not a good sign for Coach Mike Sullivan's team, however. As a result, uh, uh, Pontus Aberg, however, just scored the opening goal for the Preds here, so hopefully uh, the Penguins can get back on the uh, beam here, however, late in the first or before the period's out to tie it up. Otherwise, it'll be the Preds up a goal here at the end of one period of play. Uh, so far, Nashville is out shooting uh, the Penguins 8-6 to here in the opening frame. And, of course, like I said, uh, both teams with two penalties so far. Uh, Nashville so far, I can say, is... Uh, 0 for 2 on the power play, as is Pittsburgh. So uh, hopefully uh, Pittsburgh can tie it up here. Uh, late in the first, like I said, at one all. If Nashville gets another goal and makes it 2 nothing, the Penguins are going to be in a little trouble heading into the second. But we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget coming up at nine o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, we will be live with uh, Revolution Radio one three eight zero five five pound. We will be talking about last night's SmackDown and giving you our thoughts and opinions. Gerard and I will have your local news headlines for you as well, ladies and gentlemen. We will also talk about uh, some of the other news going on in the world of wrestling. Of course, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, with a very special edition of Revolution Radio, and also make some bets or two maybe this coming Sunday, as it'll be the Extreme Rules pre-show beginning at 5 o'clock. Now, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with our Double Shot Thursday beginning at 7 p.m. with Top Heel Inc., Gerard, myself, Michelle, Lindodds, the Black Widow. Of course, hopefully the Wolf Queen and Heavy Mail will be joining us as well tomorrow night, 14562, just after 7 and at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard and I, us the gang, will be back with another edition of Wolfpack Radio Episode 101. Last week we had a very special historic episode in 100. This week, how we go past the 100 mark and reach the 101 stage, however, as that will be our official number this coming uh, t- tomorrow night, I should say. And, of course, the caller ID is 138-521-POUND. Uh, I don't think there's much else to talk about. I think we talked about quite a bit tonight. Uh, like I said, I am getting set now to be joining the Wolfpack gang, or excuse me, the Revolution gang here in just a little bit. Uh, I do want to thank again Heavy Metal and the Wolf Queen for coming on the air. I do want to thank all of you for listening tonight. Of course, hopefully next week we will have the King and Queen of the Madness table. Michelle and Gerard, along with yours truly, uh, back at the debate table. Uh, of course, you can listen to us every Wednesday night, one three nine nine two five pound. Of course, also listen to our all of our shows archived in TalkShoeRadio.com, and be sure to check us out each and every day. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap it up here tonight, this is the Iceman. I want to say thank you again for listening, Howard, and we'll talk to you very soon. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Good night, everyone. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.